Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. This podcast is for anyone who desires to have a fresh and deeper relationship with Jesus. I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately, while also featuring guests on the show and then sharing fun stories at the end of each episode. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and just talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with God. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone. It is so good to be back on the podcast. I did for my last episode of 2020, an episode with a guest. And so I feel like I just I haven't been here in a while because I also had a guest before that. And so, yeah, I just I haven't feel like I've done the podcast like I have been and I've been editing it and sharing on Instagram and all that, but it hasn't just been you and me. So this is weird, but I'm excited and it's the first episode for 2021 and y'all, I have a good feeling it's going to be a good year and not because it's going to be all roses and it's going to be perfect. I mean, 12 days into 2021, there's also already, I should say, things that have been going on that has caused a lot of fear in this world already 12 days in so I'm not saying that everything's gonna be perfect with who but what I'm saying is I believe it's gonna be a good year because God is still in control Jesus is still on the throne and he is the one who is rising up leaders or you know taking leaders down or whatever like everything is going through his hands. And so that's why I have a feeling that's going to be a good year. Like I said, not because everything is going to be rosy and perfect, but because God is good. And that's all that matters. You know, as long as he's receiving the glory and his kingdom is being built here on earth as it is in heaven, his will is being done, then that's what matters. Well, um, that was not what I was planning on sharing, but I guess God wanted me to share that. So I hope that could encourage you. But um, I really am excited for this podcast this year, I have many guests lined up and I've been praying about more guests to ask to be on the podcast. So y'all, it's going to be an awesome time. So I will say that if you have anyone that you would love to have on the podcast, please let me know. Um, I've had some people asking if they could be on the podcast. I've had some people recommend people. So just honestly, let me know. Um, And lastly, before we jump in, it's always been like in the back of my mind to enter the podcast with a song from Hamilton. So, okay, here we go. (laughs) I'm just kidding. There's a part in Hamilton where they go like, yo, 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 what time is it? Showtime. And I've always wanted to go like, yo, 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 what time is it? Podcast time, like I said. So anyway, Hamilton fans, there you go. There was my embarrassing Hamilton song for you, but I hope you enjoyed that. Anyway, we got to find joy in the small things, right? Well, today I wanted to share five healthy habits to try in 2021. God taught me a lot, and I feel like he taught us all a lot in 2020. And I think we can use those things that we learned in the past year to be able to boost us towards the Father and towards greater things that he has in store for us in the next year, so this year. And so these healthy habits that I'm going to be sharing are coming from a place of brokenness, hurt, trial and error from 2020 to what I want to improve and do better in 2021. And so I just hope that maybe you could take one of these and just like 
hey, Lord, do you want me to work on this as well? You know, or um, think about some hurts or or things that you wish you had done differently from 2020 and see how you can turn that into a healthy habit in 2021. Because I believe we can always be learning from something, even if it's a really hard thing. So, um, like I said, these are five healthy habits. So the first tip I wanted to share is to aim to know God more. The key words here is know him, not just know about him, but truly know him. Foster that curiosity that you have about the God of the universe. Feed the curiosity. We can always know him more. You know, for me, growing up, I would always hear, seek to know the Lord more. And it was always discouraging at first because I always felt overwhelmed when someone's walk with Christ, you know, looked maybe stronger or better compared to mine. And I always felt like I needed to make my way up there to fit in with that person that was strong in the Lord. Then there was the whole thought of how do I know if I'm going to learn new information? You know, like if you're reading the word, it's like, okay, like how, how do I know if this is new information? And and maybe I'm the only one who has had these questions. I doubt it. But if you have had these questions, just know you're not alone. But I think it's really healthy to one, not beat ourselves up. That's definitely not healthy. So stop beating yourself up. But also, like I said in the beginning, truly foster that curiosity. You know, so many times I didn't know how much I needed to learn or, you know, how much that the Lord loves to see this interest in our heart and this desire to know him more or this curiosity. But I really believe that God just loves seeing this curiosity to know him more. I I truly think that. I don't believe we can know everything (laughs) and know everything at once, but if we're walking with curiosity and taking it one step at a time and enjoying the experience while trusting that your curiosity will please the Lord, I believe you're off to a good start. But I would also encourage you to search your heart before the Lord. That is so important. And truly, I will say, and I don't know if this is an embarrassing thing, I'm not embarrassed, but I didn't really know what it meant to have my heart searched by by the Lord until really last year. I always heard that term, but I didn't really know what it meant. And so what I started doing last year is if I started seeing some roots or, um, I don't know, yeah, comparison, fear, anxiety, like those kind of roots, I would choose to sit down and I would just say, Lord, just search my heart. Know my anxious thoughts. Know this fear. Like, please just download to me your spirit. Just let me know, like, what are these things in my heart that are destroying that curiosity or that are pulling me away from your presence? Please just search my heart. Oh God. So I wanted to ask you all a question. Are you wanting to please him more to gain attention maybe on social media or to be known by your friends around you or to be seen by that attractive person that you just met? and maybe that you have a crush on now. (laughs) I most definitely have been there, I will say. And even in my 20s, I I still have been there. (laughs) But I know that in that place, and in this place that maybe you're still in now, just know that the Lord wants to spend time with you. And it's never too late to start. It's never too late to start over with a clear view, a clear sight, and a heart that truly wants to know Jesus more just for the sake of knowing him more. One of my favorite verses is in Psalm 27, 4, which says, 
One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. We can start that holy gaze on the Lord now. We don't have to wait for when we're right before his presence in the throne room. Encouraging that curiosity is an important thing. Memorizing his scriptures and hiding the word in your heart is an important thing. Taking time to just sit down, to be still, to know that he is God and to meditate on who he is and what his scriptures say, that's an important thing. And to seek to live for his glory in all things that you do. And I believe seeking for his glory, it all starts with that curiosity of truly finding out, okay, who is the Lord? Who does he call me to be? Where is he calling me to go? You know, ask those questions. I almost feel like sometimes we need to go back to the simple childlike faith questions that we would ask when we were in preschool or kindergarten or, you know, first grade. Just ask those simple questions. Like, I can't tell you all how often even in January so far, I've asked God, God, who are you? And I feel like that can be such a simple question because us Christians, sometimes we feel like we have to know all the answers. We have to have it all together. But just know, like, that's part of humility too. Just knowing, like, I don't know all the answers, but I want to learn. And so God bestow to me, you know, give me these answers. Give me, give me insight. Give me wisdom. Like Solomon asked for that. He asked for wisdom and he received it. And it was one of the best jewels in his life. And so I don't think there's anything wrong to ask questions and to have curiosity. So that's the first tip is to know God more. (laughs) The second one is to recognize the good in people. I think everyone has beauty in them, intelligence, different skills, strengths. And I believe 2020 tempted us all to look at our fellow neighbor and feel frustrated or fearful towards them. It felt like it was a, quote, pick a side situation all year. You know, like there was a lot of Black Lives Matter stuff that came up or there was a lot of different opinions on COVID or there was a lot of different opinions even on masks. And so I feel like there was a lot of like, okay, well, I agree more with this person, but I I love both sides of the group. But it was almost like our world was teaching us to pick which side we agreed with and stick with that side. It was like we were ganging up on each other. And I will talk about this more on my fifth healthy habit. But for this healthy habit, habit, (laughs) habit, anyway, habit, I would encourage you to start thinking about the good in people. You know, even just seeing someone in the grocery store, maybe they look different than you. But start seeing the good in that person. The things you love about the people around you, you know, start seeing those things that you love in them. Also, start dwelling on the things from Philippians 4.8, another one of my favorite verses, which says, Whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, and if there is of anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. We can easily pick what we like or dislike or even live in a place of jealousy or pride just towards a friend, you know, or, or someone we don't know. We can easily think, wow, they could easily grow into this or, oh, I'm way better than they are in this area. You know, we pick those defaults or those sin or, you know, whatever in their hearts instead of looking at our hearts. I think we truly need to look at the posture of our hearts and our minds to think what makes another person lovely and then see that and believe that in that person. 
Granted, there are a lot of evil people out there in the world, so we do need to be on alert because the enemy, he does prowl around like a lion, but I do believe that we as followers of Jesus and Jesus' hands and feet in a light in the world, that one of the ways we can do this is simply loving on those around us and seeing the best in them. Seek to see the good and the positive in a person. That's what we want people to do for us, right? We don't want people to look at us and judge us or think weird things about us or not be friends with us. We want people to look at us and just see who we are completely. So why aren't we doing that towards other people around us? Tip number three is take care of your mental health. Ooh, this is a hard one. I know a lot of people who have struggled with depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, um, stress, I don't know, you know, like things on those lines a lot in 2020. I mean, obviously it's gone throughout the years, but I feel like a lot of people that I know, especially their mental health, it grew a lot in 2020. And I know for a fact, like 2020 affected many others mental health. Like it's not just people I know, obviously. Um, there was a research paper that on the web that said that one in five American adults live with mental illness, and one in four people worldwide will experience mental health issues. Mental health problems are growing, and 2020 caused a lot of fear, depression, and anxiety for people. So please know that you are not alone if you struggle with this. Please know that. With mental health issues increasing each year, it is good to step back each year and to question why yours is growing or why yours is really troubling. For me, I have seen it's good to take a break from social media here and there. I struggle with a lot of anxiety and my anxiety really grew around this time last year in March. Um, yeah, March 2020. And so I started having to take a break from social media. I had to set a day once a week to take a full break from my phone, not just social media, but full break from my phone. I also have um, like mid-July, I think is when it was like my friend and I, we uh, reached out to each other and we're like, hey, you know, both of our screen time is really going up. Do you want to be each other's accountability partners? Actually, my friend was the one who came up with that idea. Shout out to you. I know you know who you are. <laughs> so um, I really appreciate you, friend, for being that accountability partner for me. But that is a good thing for people to do is to find those accountability partners to help you um, keep your screen time level down. Or, you know, maybe if you don't want to do this, you can still reach out to someone and ask like, hey, I'm really struggling with depression or suicidal thoughts or anxiety, like whatever it is. Can I just text you whenever I'm really struggling or whenever I'm having a panic attack? Can I text you or like, can I call you? So just find those people that you can trust. But I do believe it is really healthy to take a break from all the noise. And there's a lot of noise on social media. So it's just something to pray about. Psalm 42, 5 says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation. There's more things you get you can do to take a break, search your heart and your mind, and spend the quiet time with the Lord to pray about and surrender your mental struggles to Him. But just know we're all on this journey together. And by taking it one step at a time with the Lord, you can walk through this storm. 
put your hope in him and you know you won't be alone on this journey. And we're all in this together. You know, I could start breaking out in the High School Musical. We're all in this together. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I guess I'm in a musical mood today. <laughs> Actually, that's every day, but anyway. Okay, tip number four. This one I am extremely passionate about, but it is slow down. What if, this is something to think about. What if 2020 only taught us how to love our neighbors and our communities? What if it taught us to venture within our state or even our neighborhood? What if it taught us to find joy in the simple things? What if it taught us that it was okay to be unknown by the world? Like not traveling and sharing it all over your Instagram or getting together with those friends just to post those cute pics. Why does life have to be go, go, go and share all the cool things you're doing on social media? What if 2020 taught us about humility and trying to truly slow down, even if that's not, quote, Instagram worthy? Like a shepherd just tending to his sheep or how Moses was faithful in the ordinary. With not being able to travel and go to places, I already, to be honest, really fast, I already booked my tickets last year to go to Switzerland with some friends. And that got canceled because we were truly stuck at home. So what if, you know, not being able to travel and you were stuck during quarantine and things were shut down? What if God taught you something in those moments, in the unordinary moments, in the slowing down moments? The problem is my soul wasn't created for hurry and I don't believe yours was either. I don't think any of our souls were created to go, 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 go as America has taught us. And as a result, hurry is the enemy of what matters most in life. I don't think any of our souls were created for hurrying, to be honest. I really don't. I will hopefully share a more in-depth podcast later on about this subject, but I wanted to share in this Five Healthy Habits in 2021, the beautiful art of slowing down. It truly is an art because for those of us who really do go, 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 especially here in the West, We're taught all about hustle and bustle, and that's the only way you're going to get to the top. But what if God truly does want us to take it easy, walking at a slower pace, not always having the next step planned, and being able to take it slowly so that we can truly rest in His presence and truly sit with Him? It's not easy to say no to things, but like Jeff Bethke says in his book, To Hell with the Hustle, which I highly recommend, He says, if you're not saying no to good things, you're probably not saying no enough. We need to learn how to say no in a world full of yeses. 2020 kind of forced all of us to say no. Actually, we didn't really have the choice (laughs) since all things were canceled and most of us had to stay at home. But now that life is picking up again, I'm going to question what I have said yes to. And if God wants me to clear my schedule more, I want to do that in full obedience. I want to question the noise around me and see if it's noise that is helping me push forward for his glory or if it's distracting me and pulling me more down. I don't want to hustle to get ahead, but rest to be human. Jeff Bethke quoted that in his book. I want to walk at the pace of Jesus, say no to the things he wants me to. So ultimately, my schedule is more open for him to work however he wants. So I would encourage you, ask yourself, 
is this good or yet better? Or is this the best thing for me to do right now? It's okay to say no. Give yourself that okay. (laughs) It's okay to say no. And the fifth and final thing is another thing I'm very passionate about at the moment right now. And I feel like we all, especially as believers of Christ, can really grow in this at the moment. And the fifth thing is to listen. So let me let me share. <laughs> Before we all start, you know, right, getting all of our feathers up once I start speaking, just listen, okay? I, I have a good point here, I hope. Please, Lord, use this for your glory. But I have personally a desire to start a conversation. Uh, Well, I want to have a desire, I should say, to have a conversation with someone rather than speaking the final word. I don't want to hold up walls thinking I'm always right and listening. Instead, I want to listen to the other opinions around me. So I wanted to encourage all of us and maybe have you think, if I'm having a conversation with someone right now, do I instantly feel like I need to start putting up all these walls? I need to prove that I'm right. I need to have the final say. Or are you truly listening to their opinion? Granted, this is a hard thing to balance, not listening to the voices that distract us, that lie to us, or that pull us away from God and his word. But on the flip side, listening to other opinions, I do believe can be healthy in a healthy way. Not in a, I'm going to listen to you so that I can change your mind and view on this, but also not thinking, I'm going to listen to you and totally agree with you, even if it's something maybe you haven't agreed with in the past. Something the Lord showed me in 2020 in the political realm is how easily we can think we are right. We need to prove we're right and we need others to agree with us. And if they don't, well, that's it. You know, my, I'm going to show you how I can riot or I'm going to, I'm going to start political Instagram posts on how you're wrong. You know, all these things. My heart in this is not for y'all to think that I think we shouldn't use our voice or our voice or opinion concerns, you know, things like that, that it's not, it's not valuable. Um, but I just have a question, like what happened to loving each other? I feel like we truly are at this point now where we want to prove our opinion is right. So we start arguments online. We do storm the Capitol. We do start riots. We destroy businesses or even to the point people are killing other people when they disagree with them. I also have seen this in the church, not to that extent, but I feel like we can be so defensive within the church, especially here in America. We should be able to have conversations where you shouldn't have to defend everything, even if you disagree with someone. We aren't always the best at listening, which I think affects not only those who aren't Christians, but those who are curious about Christianity, but they aren't quite there yet. I feel like Christians are under the impression by most that we are holier than thou and unloving. And like I said before, we don't have to agree on everything, especially if what they're talking about isn't biblical. But I don't see a sin, at least in listening and having a healthy conversation. We have a roadblock, especially towards non-believers. We say that they, well, we say that we are to live like Jesus, but do we actually act like him when we are arguing with everyone and only seeking for those friends that we know they agree with us? Jesus listened. He asked 
questions. He sat with those who didn't believe and probably had conversations with them why they didn't believe in God. So why do we build walls? Why don't we sit with those people and ask questions and seek to listen? When you start being overly assertive and manipulative towards people, I don't think we are being good stewards of our mouths or healthy disciples of giving a healthy picture of what walking with Christ relationship looks like. What happened to, you know, the whole verse that says, be slow to speak and quick to listen. We are to be slow to speak and quick to listen. But like I said, this doesn't mean that we agree with everyone and everything. I do believe it can be dangerous when a church starts preaching about things that aren't biblical. But I also see how always using our voice to state our opinion and not in a loving way, but more of a controlling way and let me convince you to agree with me. It's not the most beneficial or Christ-like either. I like to remember the three T's, text, timing, and tone. Text, how you choose your words and choose them wisely. Timing, is this a good time to have a conversation? How are they feeling? Maybe it's late at night, you know, things like that. Or tone, is the tone of this conversation and my words in a particular kind, loving, and truly open to hearing the other person? I also think that a lot of us can start having arguments on social media, which is so hard because you can't truly discern the people's tone through a comment or through a message because it's so hard over technology. I actually think it's impossible. (laughs) So it's just something to think about. And truly, like I said, I don't want you all to think that I'm saying like, believe everything that everyone's saying. Yeah, let's just have peace. But I'm not saying either that we need to defend everything that we're saying and make sure that people are on, quote, our side. I just want to bring up this concern in my heart that us, especially as believers, we need to start showing Christ's love. Even if we disagree with someone, that doesn't mean we need to try to convince them. Um, I took a lot of inspiration from these three verses that I wanted to share really fast. Romans 14, 1 says, As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. Galatians 1.10 For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And I feel like we can really be trying to please man when we're trying to get them on our side or try to prove that we're right, especially on social media. And then Proverbs 18.2, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Let me say that again. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. So right there, Proverbs, one of the books that gives so much wisdom, it calls you a fool if you are not looking to understand but you're trying to express your opinion all the time. So I know that's a heavy note to end the podcast, but these are just five healthy habits that I truly have had on my heart as I'm entering into 2021. And um, like I said, just learning from things 
that were really hard to see or experience in 2020, but seeing how I can turn it into a healthy habit and grow closer to the Lord all for his glory and his will to be done here in 2021. Well, friends, like I said, I know that was a heavy note to end it on, but you know what? We started the podcast strong with a Hamilton song. I threw a high school musical song in there. So, you know, it's all good. It's a good start to the day, but I would love to hear back from you all how you are going to incorporate your healthy habits into 2021, but also I would love to hear back um, maybe on what you would like to hear on this podcast this year or who you would like to hear, a guest that you would love to have on the show. Um, and yeah, just give me feedback. You can message me on my Instagram at convos with Kayla. It's K-A-I-L-A. So thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. Make sure to subscribe or follow if you are on Spotify and to share on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, share with your friends, family, whatever. We love sharing. Sharing is caring. So (laughs) I will talk to you all in, in the next two weeks because I do this every other week. And I pray that you all are doing well and that this year is gonna be fantastic as we all grow closer to the Father's heart. May he receive all the glory, honor, and praise. All right, friends, love you all. And thanks again for stopping by. Bye.